Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman, the show for spiritually rooted women who are hungry for change and growth. I am your host, Natalie Warren, and my mission as a personal development strategist and inner healer is to inspire, educate, and motivate women worldwide to stop limiting themselves and settling for less than what they want and were created to be. If you are ready to transform your life by getting out of your own way, hearing your soul's voice above the noise and activating your life's purpose, you are at the best place. Let's tune in to today's episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. I am delighted that you are here and I know it's not by chance because you are a woman who wants to step into your next level in life and you know that there's so much more to you and to who you are. And so today we are going to have a intimate conversation to support you on your pathway to doing that knowing that you have everything you need within you. And it really is about awakening to that. So I am not alone today. I am super excited that I get to share this time with you with a special guest. And I'm going to introduce you to Cassandra Alexis, who is going to be sharing with me today. And we're going to talk about something that I know as a woman, you will need to know and want to hear about how to apologetically be opulent. And uh, Cassandra, come on and tell us hello and greet the ladies and let us know who you are and more about what you do. Yes. Hello, ladies. Thank you so much, Natalie, for having me on your show. I am so excited to have this conversation with you and your listeners. Um, As you mentioned, I am Cassandra Alexis. I am the host of the Crowned Opulence podcast. I am also the CEO, Principal Marketing Strategist, and my client's Chief Empowerment Officer of Opulent Outcomes Coaching and Consulting, where I work with my clients to empower them to silence their self-doubts, own their opulence, market their value so that they can create their own tables. Ooh, I already love, love, love what I heard. Like first thing you said about what you do is to help them silence self-doubt. And I know I have had my own journey and so many of the ladies that are listening, our own journeys with self-doubt. And so you started with that and I already knew we were we were in good company. Um, and then you said, so they can sit at their own tables. What was that last piece? To create their own tables. Ooh, creating their own tables. Ladies, I know you probably are thinking, yep, yep, that's me. Me too, me too. <laughs> So we are already in for some good stuff and really to support women. So you brought up a term that maybe my audience isn't aware of or not even understanding of. So I want to talk more about opulence. And then you have this unapologetically, like come come through with it. Please share with us, what does that mean? So our ladies can know. Absolutely. So First, let me say, if you are unfamiliar with the term, you are not alone. It is a term that we don't use very often, Um, no matter who I talk to. um, People are like, wait, what? How do you spell that? What are you saying? (laughs) 
I was the same way when I first discovered the word and I actually had to do some research on the meaning of the word itself. And so I'll kind of take you through what the word means by definition. Um, So opulent is something that's big. It's grand. It's luxurious. It um, means affluence, great wealth, abundance, um, things along those lines. And I have adopted this word as part of my motto and mantra and things of the sort. And what being unapologetically opulent is, is it's a mindset and a lifestyle. It is normalizing Black women living in luxury. It is giving yourself permission to be all the things that society says that we aren't as Black women. Um, It's knowing your value, leveling up your standards, walking in excellence, choosing your own path, creating your own tables, and really embracing the things that so often we minimize to make other people feel comfortable. Um, I have, for most of my life, been the bougie friend. Mm -hmm. I did not like that term Um, because, you know, normally when we say call somebody bougie, it's a jab, you know, and it's really directed at a person who is, you know, being excellent, who operates in excellence, who desires the finer things, who has standards, you know, it's not really, they're just being themselves. And so when you talked about, you know, the things that are in you, I was like, oh, this is right on target because it's Mm -hmm. not, you know, being somebody that you're not, it's not making yourself into something. It's just taking it up a level and being the person that you already are. And it's a spin on the word bougie. I don't like I said I don't like it uh, <laughs> and making it even bigger you know um, giving us permission to be abundant to be grand to you know do those things that I just mentioned um, so that's really what it means and be unapologetic about it wow I love that it's this idea of giving yourself permission and as women sometimes we have to do that I was just today talking to someone and giving her that opportunity to say it's okay to have what you want like giving yourself permission for that Um, and we sometimes don't even realize that as women we need to do that so I don't know if you've had experiences which has brought you to the point that this is what you're really passionate about is that kind of your journey here it is um as I thought about it so I'll give you a story as to how the word came to even be. Um, actually, when I was preparing for my own podcast um, and creating it, one of my friends actually came up with the word. And I was mm-hmm. like, what? And she's like, this word describes you. And, wow. you know, my own journey, I think back even as a child, grammar school age, being told, you talk white. That's like, mm-hmm. you know what? Um, and as I've gone through life, hearing your high maintenance, um, you are bougie, you know, all these different things, you're intimidating, all these different things that are often attached to us when we are driven, when we are ambitious, when we have, you know, standards about ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. So I have absolutely 
have had my own journey with it, both in friendships, with family, in relationships, um, in my career. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So this idea that because you're who you are, that means something wrong with you. Exactly. And it's like, why? It's so often we hear that. I remember I was in a meeting one day at work and the person that was facilitating the meeting, she said, she's worked in corporate America her whole life as well. And she said, when she would go home, she would hear, why do you straighten your hair? Are you ashamed of being black? You know, when she would go to work, she would find herself taking vacations and drinking certain wines to fit in with her white colleagues. And it was this mindset that, you know, no matter who I'm with, I'm not good enough. There's something Mm -hmm. wrong with me. I'm just being me (laughs) and trying Mm -hmm. to adapt to the different situations and settings that I'm in. And how often do you see You go to work, you have to show up as one way. You come home, you're another way. You you are with your friends or um, different organizations. We're constantly in different environments that cause us to change, often minimizing and shrinking who we are, putting our own dreams and desires on the back burners for everybody else. We often forget who we are. We often Leave those dreams as just that, a thought in fairy tale land that never gets the opportunity to try to become a reality. Um, so many women deal with that, you know? No, it's, it's a challenge. And it leads us oftentimes to feel unfulfilled and um, unhappy, definitely not, you know, feeling meaningful, feeling feeling full or of life. And so I'm so glad that you bring such awareness to this and even like giving it its own term. I love that. Like making it your own, your authentic, um, it's authentic to you. So, so important that the audience really just understands this and captures that it's okay. And I'd love for you to even share more about why is it important to be this way? Absolutely. So some of like what we talked about before, but often the world really tries to get us as women and especially black women to dim our lights, to shrink, often to make others feel better. Um, When we do this, it often takes us further from who we are as people, um, from the things that truly make us happy, the things that we're good at, or even the things that we were meant to do in this life. Um, It prevents us from showing up as the best versions of ourselves and giving the world the things that we were really meant to contribute to it. Um, It's really allowing yourself to be you. Like I said, it's not going and putting on airs and becoming Mm -hmm. something or someone that you are not. It's embracing those things that make you who you are, you know, as you strive for excellence, um, as you have certain standards about yourself, things that you tolerate or that you don't from people in your life, the activities that you do or you choose not to do, you're just being you um, Mm -hmm. and really allowing you to have the space to do that. And that's also why part of the work that I do is to create your own tables, because oftentimes 
we as women, and a lot of the things that I do from a work perspective, um, and even in this space, has been on my ba- ba- excuse me has been based on my own journey. Um, mm-hmm. But so often we think that we have to be a certain way, and that certain options are not available to us, and that we have to let's say keep trying for the promotion, keep bending over backwards, you know, coming in early, leaving late, whatever the case may be to get the recognition. But why? Mm. If you have the skills, talent, and qualifications, how can you do what it is that you want to do without having to make yourself unhappy? And that's what creating your own tables is. Being open to getting what it is that you want creating different options for yourself. And that's something that oftentimes as women, we are not taught that we have options, choices. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, absolutely. So I love that. I mean, ultimately what I heard from what you shared is like, you you have this freedom, (laughs) this freedom. It's, It's expressed through so many ways, but the freedom that I think we really want. Um, a lot of times we pursue what we think is happiness, but what we truly want, I believe is freedom. Um, and so I love how you described why this is so important. And I hope the listeners are really tuning in to say, what can I do differently to step into this? And so I'd love to get what your thoughts are about how can a woman, what can she do differently, even starting today? to really move into this, this space. Absolutely. So one of the things that I like about the word opulent and its definition is to me, it's a bit ambiguous. Meaning what abundance means to someone, um, what wealth means to someone, what affluence means to someone. I feel those are words that allow you the space to create your own definition of what that looks like to you. Um, And that's one of the things that I encourage people to do is you define, like you said, it's freedom. You define what that looks like for somebody that may be for a mom with five kids and a husband that may look like an abundance of quiet time and self-reflection and space (laughs) of her own. (laughs) Right. For someone that is, you know, single, that may look very different. And so the first thing that I work with my clients and I do for myself is to decide what it is that you want. You can't achieve something if you don't know what it is that you want to achieve. And so really taking that time and deciding, What is it that I want? Not what's best for my kids, not what my husband wants, not what my boss wants. What do I want? What will make Mm -hmm. me happy? And then believing that you can have it and then doing the work to get it. Um, This is not, you know, fairy tale land and we just snap our fingers and things fall out the sky. You still have to do the work. But giving your space, giving yourself, excuse me, the space to take time to really answer, what do I want? And I don't know if you've ever tried to do that with something as simple as what do you want to eat? Yes. Not the easiest question to answer. (laughs) No, that's a hard one. I was just thinking that like some people are already thinking like myself, like sometimes I can't decide what I want to eat, what I'm going to wear. But I I think you're, you're really tuning in to something that we all need to be aware of is just getting really clear on what you want. And being okay with that. Um, 
And then the other thing is sometimes I think women just truly are just afraid of having it. <laughs> like, it's not just, can I have it? It's, oh my God, when I get it, what's going to happen? Um, so it, it peels back even more layers, but I love that you're really challenging us to say, get clear on what it is that you want. Yes. And what you said is so true. Um, I'll tell you a really quick story. I wanted to go to Greece for so mm-hmm. long and my friends were not able to go. And I found this travel group um, that were going. This was the furthest I'd been away from home. And I was going by myself. I booked my trip. I was going. Do you know, I would like to say less than a week before I was supposed to go. I was like, I'm not going. I am not going halfway around the world with these people that I don't know. What like? (laughs) Wow. And one of my coworkers, she talked me into doing this. She's like, you absolutely are going. What do you mean? I went. I had the time of my life. When I say it was a group of, I think, 10 Black women who had never met each other halfway across the world. We had no drama, no issues. We had no much fun. And this was in 2018. To this day, 2021, we all still keep in touch with with each other. Wow. I love that you shared that because sometimes we have to be open to trying something new to find what we want. (laughs) Exactly. And that is what the create your own tables is. You can get it. You just, it may come differently. And like you said, so often we get it and then we become afraid of it. This trip that I wanted, it was here. I had nothing to do but pack and get on a plane. And I was like, wait, no, not going. (laughs) Yeah. So I hope, I hope everyone is taking this in that sometimes you have to be mindful to know what you want, but then also be aware that what will you do when you get it, right? Will you step into it and really own it or will you kind of pull back? But I love that you you did it anyway. And not only did you do it, you enjoyed it. And then you made these amazing relationships and connections that would have never happened otherwise. Absolutely. So, so much value in you sharing that story and really talking to us about just what it looks like to apply what you're you're speaking about, how important it is to just apply that. So I want to talk, because one of the things I want us to end with before our time goes is that I wanted you to share with the audience about your own personal journey. And you started to share through your stories. But what is something that you do to stay grounded and connected to yourself? What's something that you do to do that? So I, every day, spend time with God. I pray, I journal, I do devotionals, meditate. Um, That is really huge. Um, I also surround myself with people that have my back and speak life into me, that accept me for me. Um, So often we try to fit ourselves into situations and groups and um, places that maybe are not really meant for us and we feel bad and we don't really know why. We think it's something wrong with us. So I really am mindful of who I spend my time with um, and them accepting me for who I am. Um, I also do the work. You know, I have my own therapist and coach. um, And so I work at being the best me that I can be daily um, so I can show up for myself for my clients, for my friends, for my family. 
Um, so those are some of the things that I do. Uh, and try to also stay around positivity um, mm -hmm. in my space. So in front of me is my vision board with my goals and things that I want to accomplish. Um, also is in front of me, one of my favorite quotes, I love Coco Chanel and all things Paris. <laughs> <laughs> and the quote is, in order to be irreplaceable, one must be different. Mm. Wow. Wow. I love it. I love it. And I love that you shared. It's not just one thing. It's like a combination of things that I found that are helpful and necessary to some of what you mentioned. I heard this is like what's necessary for me to move forward. So ladies, as you're listening to this, I'm hoping that you are capturing some of those things that could work for you, but you might also have to find some things that, that specifically are just a good fit for where you are, or what you need in, in the season of your life. You may need to add some things to what you're already doing. I would love for them to know how to stay connected with you and to hear more about how you are helping others. So please, Cassandra, share more about what that looks like. Yes. So you can follow me on social media, on both Instagram and Facebook at um, the Crowned Opulence Podcast. Um, the website is also crownedopulencepodcast.com. My website is coming shortly um, and that will be up. I'll give you the details once um, the site is up. Um, if you are looking for someone that you um, can work with to help you market your value, own your opulence, silence yourself, doubts, um, send me a message. Um, I would love to talk to you. Um, one of the things that I do is work with entrepreneurs developing their businesses and to grow them around the first zero to three years of their business and building out their marketing strategy. And the thing that I do with my clients is in addition to being a marketing strategist, I'm also my client's chief empowerment officer. So I bring in all of that silencing your self-doubts, owning your opulence into my sessions. So you may have a session with me where we're not talking about your marketing plan. We are talking about why you feel like you can't get the prices that you desire for us <laughs> to build out your pricing strategy. You got to believe that you deserve that to set those prices within your pricing strategy. And so all of that comes in the work that I do. Um, it goes beyond just being a marketing strategist. Um, it brings in all of that empowerment and opulence to my clients. Yes. Well, thank you for it. Cause I understand it's more than just strategy. Sometimes you need the I call it the soul work to really support people to grow in their business. We are so glad that you joined us. Listen, everyone who has been a part of this, I am so grateful that you're here. I know it wasn't by chance and there, there's so much more that you are to go after. And there's so much more within you that has to be awakened. So we just started it today. We'd love for you to come back and hear other episodes of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. Until the next time we meet, bye for now. Thanks for listening to Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. If you liked our show and want to know more, check us out at www.awaken.com to 
the number two power.com. You can also leave us a review on iTunes and we would love to hear your feedback. Join us next week for another episode of Awaken Your Inner Whole Woman. <laughs>